We are back to the Automator series, and today we have Lorna Jane, and she is an intuitive healer, an energy master teacher, an NLP mindset coach, and she specifically works for female empaths and entrepreneurs. And I could expand on that even a bit further, but firstly, I'm going to say very welcome to the series today. I'm very glad to have you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for connecting and for me to be part of this amazing series. Absolutely. And uh, also further, you also mentioned to me that you're working specifically to help women release their fear, resistance and control by healing their emotions and deepen their intuition to restore faith and trust. So can you kind of kick us off and just say hi to everyone? And then also yeah, just tell us a bit more about that, that you're working with women specifically and how you're working with them. Yeah, I feel like um, our industry, there is a lot of women helping women, but I really feel so connected to women. We're such emotional people. And a lot of the work that I do is shifting emotions. Mm. Um, I do have some male clients. I've worked with a lot of people, um, men that have gone through quite severe illnesses and things like that. But my special, my niche is uh, pragmatic, logical women. But what I, what I realize is over time is we have two types of energies. We have a masculine energy and a feminine energy. We carry both inside of us. Mm. And I've realized over the years that when I had a, a breakdown a few years ago, which led me onto this path, mm. I kind of reflected back in my behavior and my behavior was very much operating in my masculine energy mm. and your masculine energy is very much about pushing and forcing and structured and logical. And I wasn't very connected to my feelings. I was very mm. disconnected from my body. Mm. I didn't really listen when my body was giving me signs that I was tired. And over years, I just had a huge breakdown and I realized that actually I was very disconnected from myself. Mm. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients and women is basically helping them overcome and also preempting what I went through, which was mm. this huge breakdown and get them to really connect to themselves and lean more into their feminine energy and to lean more into their emotions and to shift. Because mm. sometimes when we're in our masculine, we're so disconnected from our emotions. We can't make a decision because we're so in our head. Mm. So a lot of my work is helping them to connect, connect to themselves, connect to higher source, very, very much a lot of spiritual principles in my work. And a lot of my clients are very intuitive. Mm. Um, so they see and they hear and they feel. And the more you do this work, the more you heighten your senses and deepen your senses anyway, which is amazing. Mm. I think it's it's probably very obvious to, to people now why you specifically chose to work with women because you were in that very position yourself. You felt very disconnected and disjointed with that inner feminine energy core. And you were having yeah. to do very masculine things and that caused you to have uh, that uh, situation. So can you kind of talk about what led up to that? Like, were you in a, like a corporate environment? Were you just working in an office? Like kind of what brought up to that combination? Yeah, so many things. So I actually started my career in travel. So I know we were having a chat before. I'm absolutely mm. love travel. It's like I always say if people was to cut me in half, they'd see like a world map. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love travel so much. That yeah. is my passion. And when I got back from traveling, I got back from working overseas in my early 20s. 
I was always conditioned, which a lot of us are conditioned to work in the corporate world. So I kind of embarked on the corporate world. I was a project manager. I was working in construction, rail, water, mm. um, very much male dominating industry where it's very cutthroat. It's very mm. aggressive. Um, you don't have time to, you know, get upset or be emotional or say you're tired or not feeling well. It's very much like get on with it. And I think, you know, prolonging that over a, a long amount of time caused a lot of stress, caused mm. a lot of stress. I didn't realize I inherited a lot of teams. I was a team manager and I inherited a lot of teams that hadn't been managed before and was accelerated through the business very quickly with no training myself. So I was a manager with no training and it just all got too much for me. Mm. Um, about seven years ago, I was managing a, a very, very uh, out of control team that never been managed before, no training. They didn't really know. They didn't even have, know when they didn't have a holiday chart. They didn't know when their lunch breaks were. They just wow. didn't turn up days for work. It was yeah. quite horrific. I had to literally start from the very, very basics and say, you cannot take a two hour lunch. And if your hours are nine, you need to be in at nine, not 12. <laughs> yeah. So it was quite, um, it was quite horrific. And I think that was the tip of the iceberg for me. And it ended up being the catalyst for my growth. Um, mm. I actually had to go through a very, very traumatic experience in that company where um, there were a couple of people in my team that set up a um, hate group and they threatened to poison me and it went wow. to court and it was quite traumatic, but because of my conditioning, I don't think I really observed and absorbed the traumatic impact that that had on me. When I was going through it, my conditioning was, I can I can do this. So I was getting up every day, putting mm. my lipstick on, doing my hair, turning up to work with a smile, but it hit me a year later. And a year later, I just literally went downhill. My health was very, very bad. Mm. And it was only then from starting to have healing and embarking on healing that I started to look at patterns in my behavior and what I had allowed to happen in workplaces, not having boundaries, logging on my laptop at weekends, doing 12 hour days. I had no balance at all. Mm. Um, so I think to answer your question, how I got there was a, a huge buildup of stressful jobs with no structure, yeah. out of control teams, no training, no boundaries. And yeah, I felt like all four walls were just collapsing on top mm. of me. Um, and, and it's amazing how you can actually get through that and how you start to embark on this personal journey and you start to look at yourself mm -hmm. and you realize actually everything comes from you mm. and how you you tell people how you want them how you want them to treat you by how you treat yourself mm. and it, all, it all stems with you so when you set firm boundaries and you love yourself and you eat clean and you work on your mindset mm. all the other people that are that don't align to that will ripple out of your life because they're not energetically aligned so mm. when you shift, everything around you shifts as well yeah and that's that sounds extremely intense like the, the oh yeah that's a very i can imagine that's a very very heavy energy for people to go create a hate group and you're like oh it's okay it's just kind of 
workplace, people teaming up against the team leader or the boss. But no, I imagine you you can feel that energy, that heaviness, and it's definitely yeah. for your your nervous system. For yeah, just you can only push it down happened. for so long. Yeah, it was suppressed. I had very severe anxiety, and I got hospitalised. That's how yeah. I, I, I actually lost the lining of my womb, um, wow. and um, I was very weak. And I'm a very confident person, and I didn't. Basically, I, I, it was just a terrible, terrible time. They, they kept the script of what, of what they actually said. They kept it from me for four months. And then they showed me and we had to go through like a trial and they showed me word for word as to what they written. And I just, I think it was the shock of seeing yeah. what people had written. And, and it was really all down to the fact that I had temporary staff that worked for me that had been there for six months and we were overstaffed and we were coming to the end of the project. And so I had to give them notice to say that the project was coming to an end. Mm. And, um, they didn't take it very well at all which yeah. you know you do contract work and you work in construction that's the nature of the job and that's basically what it was but I took it very personal took it very very personal but I'm so grateful for that experience because I would not have done the inner work that I've done mm. today and my relationships it affected my personal relationships because it made me really reflect and analyze the personal long-term relationship that I was in. And actually I hadn't realized it was quite passive aggressive and quite controlling. Mm. But at the time I just wasn't really paying attention to it because I was so consumed by my job. Mm. So then everything changed. And when you lose a nine year relationship and you lose your career, you then get left with yourself and you think, I don't know who I am. I don't know who am I without a job and relationship because I give so much to both of these. Mm. If I don't know what's left. Then you have to start building yourself back up and healing from within. And it was a huge, huge journey, huge journey. Yeah. Mm. And you had been living for so long because of a job and no time for yourself. So out of alignment with your inner core. So when you have yeah. that whole, um, that whole catalyst, that whole kind of changing point. So that started you, it sounds like on the journey to say, no, I need to get back to this, like who I am, get back to my actual core and things that are in line with me. And then you started kind of just learning for yourself and get in work with teachers. How did that look? Yeah, so while I was going through this trial with my company at the time, mm. I met a lady at a networking event and she said to me, have you ever heard of Reiki? Mm. And I said, no, but I'm willing to give anything a go. And I was saying to her, I keep having heart palpitations. And back then, you think seven years ago, anxiety wasn't really heard of. I'd never, I didn't even know what it was. Mm. Um, and she said to me, I think you've got anxiety. And I said, I don't know what that is. I just knew I wanted to feel better. I didn't mm -hmm. feel well in myself. Yeah. Um, and so I went along to this lady and she took me up the stairs and there was this massage table. And I was like, I don't know what is going on right now. I I'm not sure. I haven't told anyone where I am. So I was a bit like, oh, and of course, when you're an anxious person, mm. not actually knowing what's going to happen makes it worse. Yeah. And I remember really crying in the first session and saying I, I need you to explain to me what's going to happen before you start this session 
Um, but the session was just amazing. I didn't realize just how intuitive I was until I had that session, you know, all through my life, I would kind of know things were going to happen before they happen. But I thought everybody was like that. Mm. Um, and I had very deep connections with certain people and I'd feel overwhelmed when I was in big groups. I didn't realize that was my empath and my highly sensitive gift. I didn't know that. But I think having that first session, it just was so powerful in my eyes. I got loads of flickering of lights. I saw the words, they won't hurt you anymore. I felt huge weight get lifted from my mm. body. And I felt physically weak. I think probably where I felt the energy shift. Mm. And I remember getting in my car and driving home. And I remember just excessively laughing. I was sat at the traffic lights. And I remember just laughing to myself. It was a lovely sunny day. And there were people sat in the car next to me. And they were looking at me, laughing at each other, laughing at me laughing. Because mm. I had no music on, no one else in the car. And they were probably thinking, who is this mad woman like, <laughs> yeah. what are you laughing at? And I was driving all the way home and I thought, oh my gosh, it felt like somebody had syringed my ears. I could really hear and I mm -hmm. felt so connected. I turned the TV on and I felt so connected to the program and listening. Whereas before I felt like I was in a fog and that I, I could watch a, a program start to end and then not tell I couldn't tell you what it was about mm. because my mind would be drifting so much and I couldn't take in any more information because I was so full up with energy yeah so by having that first session it kind of cleared out so much gunk within me energetically yeah. had been stored up that I became this clear vessel that really made me hear things and yeah I got this wave of emotion of laughing and thought gosh I haven't laughed like this for so long yeah and that was really the beginning of my journey and I went back to this lady regularly um for six months and then after six months I said okay I need to certify in this where do I sign oh wow um, so I certified as a level one practitioner mm. and then and a few years later, I went on to do my level two, which is the mm. professional level. And then a few years after that, I went on to do my master teacher. So, and I now teach people in Reiki. I have mm. online courses and face-to-face -face courses where women can do the level one and level two with me. And they, when you do the level one, it means you can actually give yourself your own healing, which is an amazing gift mm. to have. So yeah, that's kind of how it all happened really. Yeah, it sounds like because it had such a powerful impact on you personally, it was almost like there's no way I can't not teach this to other people or help other people potentially yeah. go through the same thing as I did, not have this experience with the other side. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? When you look at it now, it's you'd have thought that seven years ago, I'd have thought I'm going to be a teacher. But I never thought that I just it just one thing led to the other mm. and, and and I left it a few years in between my levels I never rushed it yeah. I wanted I just took it because each level you create your own journey with it there's so much to learn and so much to embody and as well as doing that I thought I could really notice people's mindset I was doing clients from home and I've been working online now for three years and I was noticing a lot of clients coming to me with negative thoughts and things that were coming from their past. And 
I'm quite clairvoyant, so I see visions and I work with spirit. And I thought, I want to understand the brain more. So uh, three years ago, I went and qualified as an NLP practitioner. So this is uh, neuro-linguistic programming. Mm. And so it's quite heavy, but it teaches you about how the brain works and your subconscious and your conscious mind. And um, we also did a certificate in hypnosis and timeline therapy as well. And that really complements the healing because it helps me understand when I'm working with clients, mm. what their limiting beliefs are, and we can just literally snap them out of it. We can understand where it comes from and we can move it and we can reframe it. Um, and so, yeah, I think through my journey uh, of self-discovery and everything like that, it's then helped me help all these amazing people worldwide, which has just been brilliant. Mm. I think that's that's a theme I've I've heard quite a few times in these conversations is people started these um, experiences just for themselves because they they needed yeah. a change like it sounded like you're almost like I'm just in such a bad place I don't care what the what's going to get me there but if you can promise me that result I'm in like you were saying yeah, you yeah. Didn't, take my wallet what, money you didn't know what reiki was you was like i don't care if it's gonna if you can promise me a change to what i'm currently feeling i'm in it and then yeah it sounds like as you've gotten into that world you've obviously started to learn more uh, techniques and different ways to improve on that and also ways to work with your your clients and speaking yeah. of and speaking of your clients so it sounds like you kind of had that in it to win it mindset quite fast like you said six months you started doing the coach I mean the the teaching training how yeah. did you kind of go first to start finding some clients and develop in this into a business that you could do it full-time and help people gosh do you know I don't even know where I started I think when I first qualified I think I probably I'm sure we would have had social media back then I think I probably just made some posts on social media and said there's anybody and I was I had a treatment I was very lucky I, I lived in quite a big house on my own I had my own treatment room mm. so I had my office upstairs for coaching clients and I had my dining room which was my treatment room downstairs so I could really spread myself out mm. and I was working in a gym at the time so I, I had clients from the gym that would come to my house and I'm quite a social person. So people, you just end up talking to people. Um, at the time I was doing a day job and, you know, I was working in construction and every single woman in construction was stressed and needed mm. help. So I had clients from my day job, friends and family, word of mouth. Mm. And then I got I branched out and started to work in salons on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then I realized actually I'm paying to be here when I've got my own salon from home. Yeah, so yeah. it never really fitted well. And then what happened was I lost my job. Um, I was working for a company that went into liquidation. Mm -hmm. And it was the time in the UK when we had this huge snow blizzard called uh, Beast from the East. Okay. And there was all the way up to like the car door and I just couldn't travel to get to my job mm. and so I meditated and I'd not long qualified in coaching and I thought there must be a way that I can help people online mm. where I don't need to leave I've got all these skills like how can I help people mm. so I started going into Facebook groups and saying does anybody need healing 
does anybody want to have a healing session with me? And I had my Good first there, online yeah. yeah. Um, because I think we had Zoom back then, and I just in the first couple of months I was working with women in uh, I had a lady in South Africa, I had my first paying one-to-one client in the USA. Mm. Um, and it happened very, very quick. Mm. Um and then I think six months into that, I was still working in my day job. Um, my mindset started to spiral, um, and and I I didn't have the I didn't have the business principles. You know, when you work for yourself, you need to know how to market. You need to know how mm-hmm. to design. You need to know all the back office, the technical stuff. And when you're doing a day job, gosh, it's just. And then you're coming home and having clients in the evening. A lot. It, so much yeah so much so I did struggle but I just took my time with it and I think what really helped me was the pandemic last year Mm. it gave so much time to really focus on my business that my business has massively grown since the pandemic and everybody everybody needs help with their mindset and their emotions everyone Mm. does yeah yeah so So you've almost like touched on that concept of the power of focus like we yeah. can have these amazing opportunities, but if we're kind of being pulled in three different directions because we have a job or and other responsibilities, right. which probably very important, but then we also want to try start something. Like we only have so much time, mental energy, and focus to give. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That is so true. I mean, I was paying for business coaches and just not even doing some of the sessions, or mm. I would turn up to the sessions, but these business coaches would have. 25 people on the call and it'd be a two-hour call and I'd be like gosh I've been at work since six o'clock this morning I've had a client I, I need to eat my dinner I need I need to go to bed I need to refuel um and all, I just wanted to ask them one question so I ended up not really showing up and doing the work even though I'd paid to work with these coaches because yeah. I just didn't I was just so tired and I think this is where I was going into my doing energy again so mm. I was serving clients serving at my day job and then not really having any time for myself mm. and having time to give back to myself and recharge. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think finding the balance is key. I think nowadays you don't need to be, when you work for yourself, you don't need to be doing nine to five, Monday to Friday. I mean, you can make your own hours. I work less hours now and achieve so much more, which is just amazing. Power focus. Yeah. yeah. You focus on important things. Yeah, everything comes from you. I think if you, and this is what I teach my clients, like if you work on yourself from the inside out and your cup is full and you're in alignment and you're mm. working, you know, massive believer in going to the gym and eating healthy. And I have a routine every day, my mindset routine. I make sure I go for a walk. I have a spiritual toolbox. This is what my one-to-one clients get to learn. It's like a magical box that only one-to-one clients can see. And I put yeah. all my goodies in it and say this is what you need to be using on a daily basis and and then you will have more energy and more focus for your clients but Mm. a lot of people give so much to to other people first and they put themselves last and that's where people go wrong i think yeah it's um a big thing a a friend of mine's actually mentioned as well it's the whole analogy of like when you're in an airplane and the oxygen masks come down right you got to look after yourself first before you can help other people. 100%. I massively believe in that. It's a big saying that they say, 
in the NLP world, when we did our training, um, they always refer back to that. And it's so true. But I think society, we end up, we, we end, we become the people that we spend the most time around. And so you're working in a corporate workplace and you're working with people that have no boundaries that don't look after themselves and they're smoking all day long and they're not eating and they're having eight cups of coffee and they're skipping meals and they're not Mm -hmm. having lunches and then you then start to become them and then all of a sudden you've got this huge group of people that are completely out of balance but in the moment you feel that you're part of them um but you're not part you're not honoring yourself so stepping away from that actually enables you the time and the capacity to go do I actually want to do this is this Mm. something that I want to do am I just doing it because it's habit um so yeah it's interesting do you have any useful tips in that regard to maybe someone's in a a corporate job right now and they're kind of sucked into that world how do you get that awareness of like even asking yourself and saying is this actually what I want? Do you have kind of any suggestions there? Yeah, like I would say the main thing, uh, I have some nine to five like clients that are in the nine to five and I have some that run their own business. I work with both. Mm. Uh, people that are in a nine to five that maybe not coping or they, they, they're not quite sure how to get out of that. My number one tip would be to create space. So either before you go to work, get up an hour earlier mm. and do or read an audiobook or go for a walk around your block or do yoga mm. or have have time for yourself in the morning before you jump in your car and go to work yeah um ha- make that time for yourself journal meditate whatever that might be and also do it in the evening so when you you need you need to break your state as we say in nlp you have to break your state so mm. lunchtime I never used to go into the lunchtime room. I've spent all morning in the office with all this energy. I need to disconnect from it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would just walk and not want to talk to anyone. People would say, Lorna, do you want to come to lunch? Absolutely not. I want to get away <laughs> from you guys. Get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to hear or see another human for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was like. So, you know, I've worked with one of my one-to-one clients at the moment and one of her sessions was literally planning to have space in her day. Mm. And she, it was such an amazing session, but sometimes we just, we're just so used to doing what we've always done. We don't know how to break that cycle. Mm. Um, and so just making small pocket holes of gaps and space in your day mm. it, to give back to yourself, to break your stay is going to massively help you. So in the morning, lunchtime, evening, you need to give back to yourself. And even if you're a mum, I say lock the door for half an hour, have a bath, mm. tell your kids they're knocking on the door, they need to go to the toilet before and after, they need to know that half an hour is yours no matter what. Mm. And put your headphones in and that's your time. You have to give back to yourself. So mm. yeah, that's my tip. Yeah. And the, the amazing thing is, as in your situation, your story, even just taking yourself down this journey of self-growth and giving yourself time and finding kind of coming back to your inner core, this could turn into a potential way you're helping other people and you maybe end up wanting to start sharing this with other people and then the whole cycle repeats and then other people learn and they want to start helping others and it's it's really beautiful. One thing I, I thought you mentioned earlier, which was actually quite just like brief, but I think it's quite 
cool and important is you said, yeah, when you were trying to find some people to kind of work with when you first kind of started, you just went to Facebook groups. You also started reaching out to other ladies in the construction world that you were in. I think that's a good step is if you were in this position, working in a corporate job as a lawyer or an accountant, then you went on this journey and now you're doing something new reach out to all the accountants and lawyers because they probably are experiencing the exact same things you felt and be like, hey, this was me in construction. Now I'm happy and not in construction or I'm happier. I can help you be happier while still being in construction because I was there. It's so true. When I first started my business, I wanted to work in corporate. I wanted to help corporates. Mm. So I did a huge exhibition called um, the Health and Wellbeing at Work event. And it was full of huge banks, British banks, uh, British corporate companies, had amazing stands, huge budgets. Like Mm -hmm. you'd go to their stand and it was sparkly and shiny and lit up. And they had all these automated things. And then there was me like with a bright orange stall with a clipboard like hi (laughs) but it was amazing because it gave me the opportunity to talk to solicitors lawyers bank managers Mm. and get all data and actually say what do you implement in your business like what well-being principles do you have and Mm. what do you offer your staff um so coming from a corporate aspect I I did that and then I also use LinkedIn to Mm. to speak five uh, women but you know these days uh even though I'm on LinkedIn and I have nine to five women these days 98 percent of my clients come from referral Mm. or they come from social media Mm. um I don't even I have a website I paid a lot of money to get a new website last year Mm. it's now online because I don't actually need it uh Mm. I think when you're putting it out to the world and You don't even need to ask for testimonials. People are just so blown away by their transformation that they naturally want to go and tell everybody. And like you said, it just creates a ripple. It just Mm. creates a ripple effect. You'll find a lot of my clients' business women are the same as they were in nine to five because what happens is they take their behavior from their nine to five into Mm. their business. So they then think they have to do a nine to five hours. They think if they don't do eight hours, they're not good enough. It comes from self-worth. And I say to them, realistically, when you're at work and you've done those eight hours, how long have you been at your desk for? Like, let's think about this. How would you like your day to be? How would you like Mm -hmm. to start your day? What is good for you? You are the owner of your life now, right? So do you want to get up and go to the gym? When are you more productive? Day, evening, lunchtime? And we look at their behaviors and their habits and we design something that works for them and they don't have to do eight hour days they can shorten it and they get much more done Mm. um so i think behaviors and habits and things like that come into it as well it's a big part of it yeah no that's extremely powerful is try not to take the previous this is how things are done into Um, a new way like maybe you don't even work the best way you can in that previous uh, paradigm I know we've got just a few minutes left of your very precious time, but you mentioned social media and how you get a lot of your clients now via that way, referrals, uh, social media. Can you talk a bit about if you're doing anything specific there for people maybe wanting to take a dive into this world, forward it up, and it could be a tool for them? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, um, I have an online mass healing group, mm. uh, 
which is called Energy Ignite. And this is where if anybody's new to their healing journey mm -hmm. and they've not had healing before or um, perhaps financially because of what's happened with the pandemic, it's a low offer subscription where you can receive healing on a mass scale every month. Um, so that's currently what's on offer at the moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's loads of things. I do certification courses and one-to-one -one work. There is also, I have a free chakra quiz. I don't know if you want to offer that to your, to your clients because a lot of people don't really know that they're out of balance. Mm. They don't know what the symptoms are. So they can go and do this quiz and it will tell them like what part of their energy field is blocked and what they can do to bring themselves back mm. into balance. Where would they, where would people come across that? So um, there is a link actually on my Instagram. So my Instagram is at Lorna underscore Jane, J-A-Y-N-E underscore. And if you click the link in my bio, there is a link there that says access to free chakra quiz. Amazing. I think that'll be a lot of fun for people potentially wanting to go down the route with the type of thing you're doing, or they're also coaches or spiritual coaches themselves and they're curious maybe if they've got a blockage somewhere um right. so just to, to just to wrap up because uh, i think people really appreciate your time and what's the best way for people to reach out to you if they want to get in contact see more about what you're about what you got going on so um facebook is lorna jane so um lorna jane is j-a-y-n-e because some people spell it the other way um and instagram is at lorna underscore jane underscore perfect yeah we'll include that all in the bottom but thank you very much again for your time it's been a lot of fun thank you so much for having me we could talk forever i think <laughs> to be continued <laughs> can bring back the early conversation as well definitely 100 <laughs> percent. thank you thank you I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Automator series as much as I enjoyed having it. And there are two things I want you to do now. I want you firstly to follow me on YouTube, get that subscription in because you're going to see all the new episodes popping up in that case and you can stay on top of the series. And the second thing is I want you to reach out to me. If uh, anything we discussed on the episode today resonated with you in regards to potentially taking a jump into an online spiritual coaching business or you really have a business and you're wanting to grow that out and you're feeling like you could be impacting a lot more lives, but you don't quite have the time right now, you don't quite have the freedom you wanted, and you don't quite have those systems in place, I want you to reach out to me. It's a no pressure, no strings attached. Send me a message on Facebook, LinkedIn, email, whatever you prefer, and we can just have a conversation and a bit of a back and forth in regards to where you're at, what you're looking for, and how I might be able to help you impact more lives with what you're doing.